Hello and welcome back to New Hampshire's number one sports podcast where one of the hosts once completely deviated from his play in high school football to go lay out someone that picked on his smaller friend. It is the Never Wears podcast. I'm your host, Tom Brown, joined as always by my brother, Tim. And quick question, Tim, did you receive a flag for this play? Uh, yeah, got a healthy 15. I want to say, was it a kickoff? I don't. I, you I don't were know there. what I would I wasn't. be doing on. I don't know what I would be doing on kickoff, but no, because wasn't it revenge from the previous play? He kind of gave no Nate same business. No same play. He hit Nate dirty, and I crushed him. So it was the same play. You you witnessed it happen. You just ran over to him. Yeah. It was like a run play. What? Like how did you see it? It might have been kick return, maybe. So was your hit after the whistle? Yes. Oh. Highly illegal. I thought, see, I thought the story was that you really laid into him and it was completely unnecessary. And when the coach asked you what you were doing, you said playing to the whistle. No, that's a different play. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, it was highly illegal and there, after the whistle. It was, it was a different 15-yard 15, 15 penalty? Yeah. I might have led uh, Central Mass. If you were to include basketball, you were the king of fouls. Yeah, yeah. Personal. There's a four years, four year stretch where nobody was dirtier (laughs) than me. No one came close. Uh, well, you know, someone has to set the tone. Someone has to let it be known that you don't mess with a five foot three, ninety six pound kid. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, I forget who was the JV coach at the time, but Blaze was on the sidelines, and he was all about it. Oh, I bet he loved it. Yeah. 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 I mean. Because we're talking JV. So Nate was, I don't know. Oh, it was a JV? I, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So Nate was probably three and a half feet tall. <laughs> He's probably Lennon size. <laughs> yeah. Well. Nate's 30 now, so that's crazy. All right, Tim, let's stick with football. Um, I'm not sure if you heard this, but allegedly the New England Patriots have shopped Mac Jones to teams this offseason. I I wrote down, I just don't buy it. Well, I think it's just a boring offseason where like it's just rumors and gossip i tend to agree with you and first of all it was it was debunked we can just say this there was so jeff howe of the athletic wrote an article after the fact he used to be the patriots beat guy for them now he's a national writer but he wrote an article you know talking about these rumors and He said, basically, a source close to the situation noted that off-season personnel conversations typically run the gamut of every player of substance. And then later on, he said, if Belichick happened to be talking to an executive or a head coach of a quarterback needy team, it's actually more, it'd actually be more surprising if Joe's name didn't come up. So if he's talking to someone whose team needs a quarterback, they're going to say like, by the way, you have a quarterback on a rookie deal. Yeah. What's his what's his deal? That's it seems so 
stupid. And it, like you said, it's just, you got to fill time. Yeah. And that's all they do. I watched, um, uh, Zolak and Bertrand and they talked about it for an hour and a half. And I was like this, there's nothing else on to watch. Hmm. Or listen to at work, like you can listen to the radio. Which would just be them. Which is them. And it is just such bad. It, it's such bad content. There's no meat on any of it. It's just rumors. Right. So this also was put together by, this was a good job by Dan Kelly. Um, he pops up a lot on Boston Sports Stuff on Twitter. Uh, but he said... Pro Football Talk, who started this rumor, who tweeted it out. This is all their headlines from March 22nd to April 4th. This is every Patriots headline they had. Devin McCourty's praise for Steve Belichick's honesty includes some unintended candor regarded, regarding nepotism in the NFL. You have... Next, Devin McCourty doesn't know why Bill Belichick benched Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl. You have, at 70-1, and the Patriots have the longest preseason Super Bowl odds since Bill Belichick became head coach in 2000 and since Robert Kraft bought the team in 1994. Lamar Jackson wants to play for the Patriots. Former Patriots cornerback Asante Samuel has advice for Lamar. You don't want to play for Belichick. Robert Kraft may have put Bill Belichick on the playoffs or else hot seat today. If this ends up being Bill Belichick's last year in New England, where does he end up in 2024? Tension lingers between Bill Belichick and Mac Jones. It's they're big Patriots fans. No, all that tells to me is they're just aggregating stuff that gets said on other interviews, shows, articles. Well, and all that is clickbait. Exactly. It's just clickbait. None of it is true. The Belichick craft thing, like I do think in the like behind a closed door, I do think there is tension between them. Yeah. I mean but there's tension would... in the back the back rooms of the Never Words podcast. Always. So it makes it but, spicy. But like they would never say anything outwardly about one another. No, like Belichick had to. He made a few comments two weeks ago, but none of it was like real, like real enough to like be like, oh man, there really is an issue. No, and Kraft saying you'd have to ask Bill about the Lamar thing. It's like, it's not. There's no weight to any of that. And he actually means it. Like he means like Bill's in charge of the team. Like ask Bill. He wasn't saying it with like a tone. Like oh, I guess you got to ask Bill. Like, yeah, I want him. No shit. We went over this last week. Everyone should want him. Yeah. It's so, just, it's dumb. It's, I, I, I honestly think... don't know how people listen. I don't know how you can listen to like four hours of drive time radio. I don't get it. It's, it's horrible. Give me a show. At with least a, with a pre, with a rundown and a. At least the toucher and rich, like the six to 10. They cover other things. Like they cover like pop culture. So you could drive into work and listen to that and not get just repeatedly hit over the head with nonsense. 
Yeah. I mean, who's got time for any of that at six to 10? I guess you're driving into work, but some of us, our commute that wouldn't be long enough. My commute um, is a few steps down the hallway. Other I'm than that, I... ouch. <laughs> That's someone else at the never words. Um, huh. Yeah, so it's just so dumb. It's like you said, you, you got to fill time here. March and April are the worst time for football. But also, we haven't. So the Patriots haven't been good or relevant. Well, they've been relevant, but not good for three seasons. Mm-hmm. But before that, for 20 years, we never. You never had this in the offseason. Yeah. You know, it was they're reloading. Uh, you know, Brady, everybody's coming back. Like Brady's there was never like negative. There was never negative press. I'm going to see Tom Brady in Costa Rica some year. I know I am. I, I, maybe. Is it I, big? It's about the size of Illinois, maybe smaller. That's a really big state you chose. I don't know. I don't. I guess I don't know. <laughs> It's bigger than like, I don't know. Maybe it's the size of Vermont and New Hampshire together. I'm not sure. Again, big. I'll have to. I'll get back to you next week with the the size. But I just feel like we want to start going there like every two years or something. He likes to go there a lot. If I catch a pass from Tom Brady on a Costa Rican beach, you're never going to hear the end of it. I'm already not here in the end of it. Anyways. And it's just in your dreams. Yeah, but I do think exactly. that plays a lot into it that they just haven't been good. Right. And so now the pressure and every like the like I imagine these stories are what like the Falcons and Lions, like the shit teams mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here all the time, every offseason. Yeah. Coach hates the quarterback, blah, blah, blah. The Browns. Browns. I bet that's a tough one. Oh God. I would... But I I think with Browns fans, it's different. I think they're like expecting the disappointment at this point. Like they sold the the ranch to get uh Watson and then he sucked. And the town around him is worse. Nick Nick Chubb though, your boy, greatest yeah. running back of all time. Could have been a Patriot. Zero Super Bowls. But we took the starter, Sony Michelle. Glad that that worked out. And how many of those three Georgia running backs have a Super Bowl? And how many of them have two? I was going to say Tug Gurley has one, right? No. Was he on that team last year? I don't think he was. No. Who Todd Gurley won a Super Bowl with? Uh, I guess he probably lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Two? Two? Who scored the game-winning touchdown, Tim? Tom wins again. So the Patriots have met with two uh, draft prospects. They like much such a big deal about Zay Flowers, the BC wide receiver. They're like spent the whole day learning the playbook from Bill O'Brien. Okay. I did. did they, is he like on the team? I wrote, if they don't draft a tackle, I don't care. 
if any yeah. other position is drafted outside of tackle, then I, I, I'm all caught up in my wire. I don't know what to think. Well, we did. They, they don't we, have a left tackle. It's the second, third, third most important job in football. Offensive job in football. Are you going to say centers too? Yeah. Jesus. Hey, it's just like McAfee says, for the brand, right? You're just going to stick with that. That's your brand. It's true. Uh, he's the ringer has him 20th overall. So that's a first, he's a first round talent. I mean, I was reading about it and he's 5'10, 177 pounds. I'm out. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're what? You're 5'10, 5'9, yeah. right? On a good day. Yeah. Do you put in your my boots? boots? I might get a 5'11. Yeah. Um, you're not 177 pounds, but you're, you I can... haven't been for a while. <laughs> um, fourth grade was saying, cool though. 5'10, like I look at you and I'm like, okay, yeah, he's short. It's just, I tower over you. I look down at you and see you. Um, no, I just would like that to be 6'2, 210 pounds or 198 pounds. What's uh, Smith and the Jigba? Uh, I I don't know. I'm just I have Randy Moss in my head. What about six four, 190 pounds that can jump over people and is the second greatest wide receiver ever? Can they get that? He's six one two hundred. See, you'll, you'll take that. Yeah, and his brother just hit his first career triple yesterday. Athletic family. Um, if they were he, to draft him, I still wouldn't be thrilled. But you because there's like five good tackles that could be your left tackle for the next. I read something like if they is it Pierre Strong Jr. is the Ohio State tackle. Yes. They said he could be your left tackle for the next half decade. And I said that. That's not how left tackle. That's not how left tackles work. Decade and a half. Maybe. Well, I think they're thinking like they don't re-sign him. Yeah, which honestly, I think when the you know the Belichick era is done, the signings will be different. I think Belichick has a way with the salary cap, and he does it that way. But I also yeah, but they all, they always signed light, and they kept Solder for ten years, like. Yeah. If they have a good left tackle, they pay the left tackle. Yeah. I so I I Tim, we're we're on record, I think multiple episodes saying that we want them to take a tackle. I like the idea of not a guy like Nikhil Harry or way back when his name was oh something Johnson and he like the down uh, from Miami, yeah. The uh, down the field, not Bethel it Johnson. John? No, no, it's Jackson, uh, Chad, Jackson. Chad Jackson. Yeah, I because I was like, it's not Chad Johnson. I wish Bethel Johnson, Johnson was a staple for a few yeah. years. Well, in the kick return, great game. special, great special teams player. But Chad Jackson and Nikhil Harry, the like, oh, they got their deep threat. Can I just get a guy that can get open? 
like a casual possession receiver. Yeah. I don't know. Just someone, someone who works in the medium to not super long. I don't know. Give me 10 to 20 yards. Do some work. But the other guy that they met with was Nolan Smith, edge rusher from Georgia, who the ringer has as the 13th guy, 13th ranked guy. Um, Uche just came on, and Matthew Gidon is one of the best edge rushers. So are they – that would be like planning on not signing Judon again? Not or Uche? Able, not being able to sign Uche? I don't know. So, I mean, I don't love it. I mean, we're going to do this for the next two weeks before the draft. And I'm yeah. just going to repeatedly say, if it's not an offensive tackle, I'm not happy. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, Tim. When I was putting together the rundown, I was I remembered the the stupid Mac Jones rumors and then that they met with these two guys. We might not talk about the Patriots next week. The Celtics no, will be We're going to be locked in playoff talk. So Yeah, unless something happens. Lamar Jackson. I don't know. Hang if on. they were to sign Lamar Jackson or trade for him. Mm-hmm. Cool. You can draft a wide receiver. I still think you should draft a left tackle if you have Lamar Jackson. Because mm. you just straight up don't have a left tackle right now. Well, I mean, they do have Trent Brown. I know you're saying oh. he's a right tackle, but he's that's a right where tackle. He's, where he's played. And he was a turnstile oh. and led the league in penalties. That's because Matthew Patricia, your boy. Even if you took away five of his penalties he's still in the top five so take away five for just bad play calls and we can all do stats like that you know if you took away all hank aaron's home runs he still has three thousand hits that's a fun stat yeah anyways yeah so i don't know there's nothing else to talk about the patriots i agree nolan smith i'm sure he's going to be good i don't i think they're also just doing normal pre-draft stuff in meeting with these two people. Oh, yeah. They met with Anthony Richardson. Like you expect him to draft a quarterback? Who knows? Mac Jones is on the tape trading is on the block. Uh, you know, it's, I, I know this isn't going to be good podcast content. Um, I had a dream last night mm-hmm. that they traded for the number two pick. And I was so I thought it was so real that I woke up this morning and I Googled, did the Patriots <laughs> trade for the number two pick? And I was like, no, Tom definitely texted me. And then I was like, maybe he did. <laughs> and so I went through my text. No, they didn't. They didn't Jesus. do this. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you, I, you have like a notification from me? Why'd you have to like go through your texts? Like, I know. He said I you. don't know. Well, I thought maybe I. Like Reddit last night. I don't know. Oh boy, what were you watching? Right, but were you watching draft day right before bed? <laughs> I'm always watching watching Costner before bed. Oh, that's that's why you have sleep troubles. Your heart's racing too fast because you're in love. Your heart's racing. All the blood's rushing below your waist. Swing boat. Um, yeah. So you know, it's a waiting a waiting game. Maybe um. I don't know. Maybe we'll plan on in two weeks swapping baseball and this podcast again so we could talk after the draft. But go ahead. You have a point. 
Do you want to just do all my football stuff now? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it out of the way. All right. Uh, Tim, I, I guess burning I have questions. One. No, crackle, just crackle, one more thing. Crackle, crackle. Do you think the Odell signing makes the Lamar thing end? No. I mean, Me they either. did they did share a FaceTime screenshot on Twitter today, but I don't care. Been old. Hmm? That doesn't mean any. That means nothing. Like he could have just been like, "You just got fifteen million dollars. Good for you." Yeah, they could have just. Sucks. Mm. But why would Odell Try sign the there cakes. without Lamar being the quarterback? Unless they were just the most money. No, it maybe, but maybe it also has nothing to do with well, I mean, Lamar is their quarterback right now. But it could be the front office saying, like, hey, look, we went out and got you a wide receiver coming off a full ACL tear who hasn't been good for five years. Was was good with the Rams in their playoff run because they had the best wide receiver in football at that time on the other side of the field. And an offense that hadn't been understood yet. Right. So I don't know. I think it's a, a I will effort. say though, he wins Super Bowl MVP if he doesn't blow his knee up. He yeah, he would have been. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. He was just so open. I was on a plane. That was a tough Super Bowl to watch. Then we stopped. We were in Speak the Devil, Baltimore. And I got uh we had to eat and I was trying to watch it. We weren't sitting but really close to a TV. It was brutal. I was sitting about uh thirty feet from here. Yeah, had don't chicken... travel on Super Bowl Sunday and I'll had tell you chicken what. wings. Tell you what. Um I didn't make I didn't make the travel arrangements. All right, Tim. I'm gonna be honest with you. Our sponsorship is no longer active so we're not going to take a break we're just going to roll oh, on boy. through um so like and share get your friends to listen so we can get a sponsorship again we're really trying to uh not have real jobs like that we're giving to you this to you for free we're not getting paid this is a we hobby. were we were very minimally so like, did they cash us out? Did we? Did we? No, get, I can uh, cash out. I'm just kind of keeping it there. You know, it's. I guess it wouldn't affect our. What are those, what are those called? Uh, when you uh, severance. What's our severance? Oh yeah, our severance is twenty six dollars and nine cents. Okay, okay, I'll take that six bucks. Yeah, that's uh about how I would figure your your uh cut would go. Uh, Buy a couple snow cones. Cocaine? Snow cones. Oh, I didn't know if that was some term for cocaine. You're not buying a lot of cocaine for six dollars, some. It's not gonna be good stuff. <laughs> nope. I got a couple cup of flour I can mix with cornstarch. Um maybe a baby laxative like in the movies. All right, Tim. Are you ready? It's playoff time. Cue the NBC NBA on NBC theme, except we don't want to get hit with any type of copyright infringement. So imagine it as you're a listener or pull it up on your another device. The Celtics finish 57 and 25, get the second seed, one game behind the Bucks. So that Nets, Wizards, Magic losses, double Magic loss, the triple. I think I think they went 0 three against them. Yeah, but they lost a back to back in the beginning of the season. Yeah, but I'm just saying they 
lost all three games against the Magic, who are in the lottery and high in the lottery. Yeah. Um, our cousin Tom Flanagan, I think after that second loss in that back-to-back, said, how much is it going to suck losing the Eastern Conference by one game because of a Magic loss? And I was like, no, they're doing awesome. They're like so on, on a roll right now, but holy shit, it actually happened. Uh, but we're not going to focus on the negative, Tim. Uh, I said they were going to win 55 games. They won 57, so I was way off. I think you said they were, they were going to go like 41 and 41. Miss the playoffs? No, I think I don't know what I said, but I assume that I said they were going to win over 60. I think no, because I think it all changed when Udoka, that whole shakeup oh, at the yeah. beginning of the year, we weren't sure. But no one won 60. So, like, there was no superior team. I actually still think the Celtics were the best team in the East. They just had a really bad swoon in February. Yeah, I hate to say it, but, like, I am not scared of any team in the East or West. Well, Tim, let's... Scare, maybe. Maybe the Suns. The Suns Maybe the Suns. The Suns aren't a, a joy to look at, but we'll get there, Tim. Don't, we got months. We got weeks of this. Don't don't ruin it all right now. Um. So let me just let me stick with the uh, positivity here. In March, they went ten and six, scored one hundred and twenty points per game, let up one hundred and eleven points per game, made sixteen threes, and this I like. They shot twenty one. And a half free throws per game. I like that. Number. So, so I fin- I wrote they finished the season on the right foot. Oh, they, they, were they were rolling. rolling. Yeah. And that's how because they like the offense was flowing. Everybody was hitting their shots. Like it wasn't like that. You shoot me shoot that we saw all through February. Mm-hmm. Like they seemed like they finally got back into rhythm at the right time. Tatum was playing great. Mm-hmm. Especially this last week, like what they did to the Bucks, and then what they did to the Raptors was—I mean, I didn't expect them to be, win both against the Raptors. That was a beating. But this was it—the second one they were up forward. Yeah, yeah. In the That's, second quarter, like you stopped watching. I stopped watching. It was great. Yeah. They I didn't did. even expect them to win. Yesterday, all backups. Yeah, I but told Muscala you. you to had a great game. game. We would have had fun. PP scored thirty. We would have had fun. Well, Tim, he was Pritchard's he... been shooting the lights out. By the he way, rose yesterday. I'm not gonna go watch a Celtics game when I got. Didn't know rising. that he was rising when I was suggesting this. Um, well, it's marked on the calendar every year about JC rising. Not on Ticketmaster. It's not. Uh. The one thing we did we glossed over, which we should mention, is they lost to the Sixers, so they'll play in the second round. But we were talking during the game. I'm okay with no J- with no Jalen Brown, Embiid playing a perfect game where he scored 52 points, and they needed three knockdown corner threes from PJ Tucker at the end. That's what it took to win by two points. But like, I I get it. I I'm fine with that. I feel like 
why was Tatum out for that stretch? There was like from 11 something left in the fourth quarter to six minutes left where Tatum didn't play. And that's usually like when he comes in. I told that was weird to me. And the PJ Tucker thing, yeah, you're going to let him shoot. But once he hits two in a row, I'm going to throw a body on him. I'm going to run somebody at him. Yeah, they didn't run someone at him. But, but I understand it's going to, Embiid's awesome. And, He's gonna have good games, and there's always the the risk of like him just getting every call, especially in Philly in the playoffs. But in that situation, there had there was a million to one chance that at that point in the season the Sixers were gonna overtake the Celtics. The Celtics couldn't overtake the Bucks, so they were locked in. Jalen Brown, who we should mention, cut his hand on a base and needed five stitches. But I think you mean Boz. Oh, sorry. Uh, I read it wrong. Um, but he didn't play. That's it. Can we just talk about the Celtics' second all, soon-to-be all-MVP player didn't play? And they lost by two points in a perfect Embiid game with the sh- knockdown shots from P.J. Tucker, and it was a two-point game. Kind of wild at the end. Like, it could have been a five-point game, but that Derek White three was weird and crazy. Yep. But... I agree with you where it's like I could we could be eating our words in three, four weeks here, but the Celtics right now, as the teams are constructed, have the Sixers number. And after that last Bucks game, like everybody on the Bucks played. Mm-hmm. And they won by 30. Yeah. In Milwaukee. So I'm not like the number one seed versus the number two seed. Like, I don't know where the Celtics line up with the Nuggets. Do they have a better record? Like, if it comes to the finals, they definitely have a better record. No, than the, the best Suns. records, the best records right now, the Celtics only will have have to go to Milwaukee on a in a seventh game. Every other series, they're home. Yeah. So I I don't know. I'm just not. I like I said. I mean, you you factor. They're in like... so deep. You you watch the Hawks game, and granted, the Hawks suck. But like that was we'll get to the Hawks very shortly. That was just the bench. Yeah, and they played awesome. You. It also has to be taken into consideration that for the Bucks to overtake the Celtics when the Celtics were swooning, the Bucks had to win like seventeen straight games. A normal. Really good team in a 17 game span will go like 10 and 7 or 12 and 5. If that was the case. The Celtics are win the East by three games. Yeah. It's they don't have home field or, or home court. If they're in the Eastern Conference Finals game seven in Milwaukee, I don't love it. No, but Grant Williams will probably score 40 points and get well, a there you go. $20 million dollar saying, contract. That's a that's a possibility, and it would suck if that happened. But the factors it took for them, the Bucks, to overtake the Celtics, tell me that the Celtics might still be the better team. I think they are the better team when when they're playing like they are right now. They're the better team. Like, yeah, they had a shitty February, and everybody likes to focus in because when they're bad, they are bad. It's hard to watch. Like when Tatum 
is off, it it is hard. To, like you said, hard to watch. He'll go five for 25. Mm-hmm. He'll have but, 25 points, 30 points, but it's just like you can just tell when he's shooting threes. It's like, what the fuck? The key with the Celtics in Tatum is if you go around – Right. Well, we'll no, I'm just saying with Tatum himself. If you go round by round, so say Heat, Sixers, Bucks, I mean Suns. Say that that was their path, which is a fucking gauntlet. Yeah. Every one of those series, there's a chance Tatum's the best player in the series. Like that's important for the Celtics to have a guy, even though the other series will have the other teams in those would have Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, Giannis, and Kevin Durant. I'm just saying Tatum at any point could be the best player in the series, which is a huge factor, which wasn't the case last year, which was frustrating in the Eastern Conference Finals and the Finals because he wasn't. Yeah. The team, they beat the, the Heat, but Butler was the best player in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then obviously Steph was the best player in the Finals. When you walk through those teams, though, so you go Heat, Sixers, Bucks, Suns. The Celtics should have, could potentially have the best player, but they also potentially should have the third best player in all those teams. Like, at least in the Eastern Conference with Jalen Brown. Mm -hmm. But when you get to the Suns, it's like, it's Durant, and then it's Devin Booker. That's the yeah, oh totally. I totally agree. That's why. And then they, the Suns, definitely have the third best. Or their thing though is fifth, obviously fourth, fifth best. I mean, it's a kind of everyone situation at this point. But like, they need Chris Paul and Kevin Durant to stay healthy. So, yeah. but anyways, I'm so I wanted I I put this out to you. The Celtics' biggest factors to getting back to the finals. A top three, and uh, because we're normal people, we're going to go three to one. What is your? Th- <laughs> what do you think is the third most important factor? Interior defense. Yeah, they can get fucking crushed by back cuts and big men. No back to back, so Rob Williams and Horford will Horford. play the game. But I'm just saying they're going against Embiid. You're going to go through Giannis, could play Jokic, like Aiton. Mm-hmm. Teams have big men. Mm-hmm. That's And cute. it's not even... Teams usually have big guys in basketball. But... No, but they have like good fives. Yeah. Um, Brooke But it's Lopez. not even like the big guys. It's just the back cuts. It's the just yeah. staying with your I'm... guy underneath the hoop. Even fucking Miami has Bam. Yeah. So, yeah, I that's like, yeah. And that, trust me, an interior factor of the Celtics is going to appear on my list. Don't you worry. For me, the number three most important thing is the closing unit. Does Joe Missoula say... See you later, Marcus Smart. At some point, we're going White or Brogdon instead of Smart. He's not been good this year. It's just a fact. I understand what he brings to the team, like emotionally and as a leader, but eventually in the playoffs, you're going to need the 
the efficiency and the scoring in the defense? I think, like, I get that, but I think emotionally, Derek White does more. Now. Because he just puts his head down and gets to the hoop when he needs to? Gets to the hoop, he dives on the floor, like, he makes defensive plays. Just his energy at all times on both sides of the ball is more than Marcus Smart's brain. I I completely agree. Again, I've been on this for two months now that Derek White should play the entire fourth quarter. He doesn't need to rest. All right, what's your number two? Uh, stop the bleeding in runs. Mm. You mean they, maybe take a timeout? Maybe call a timeout. Yeah. Like they can get crushed by a 20 to four run. Mm-hmm. And their only timeout is that the quarter ends. Yeah. Like, it, Missoula has to call timeouts in the playoffs. You would hope. You'd hope he'd be like, well, okay, we we did the playthrough. If not, then Tatum has to call him. Just Or whoever the assistant coaches. Yeah. Maybe a fan. Somebody just, call a fucking timeout. Just start screaming timeout from the crowd and make the ref think it's it's Missoula. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that the stopping the bleeding was a that was a big that was February. February, yeah. They just didn't call any timeouts. He kept all seven. He thought he was going to roll them over. He was going to have forty nine timeouts for the fucking playoffs. Doesn't work like that. <laughs> he was even not using the like the under three minute TV timeout. The one you lose. He wasn't even just taking it to give everyone a rest. Like, and believe in it. And he's like, we're going to play through this. Mm. All right, coach. It's 35 to three run. I don't think anybody's playing through this. All right. My number two was, this was a huge factor last year in a bad way. And it is Tatum's consistency and aggressiveness. He would waffle in and out at times. And yeah, I roll. I know he hurt his shoulder, but he also sometimes when he would start waffling, that was a brutal shoulder injury, Tom, he would, he would stop going to the hoop. And that's that's not the Tatum I like is when he's not shooting and he just keeps saying, like, I'm going to find it. Find it at the free throw line. Just If you're not hitting your outside shots, just get to the hoop. You're at the level now that you're going to get the calls. I think he did a decent job of that this year, though. He that's what, Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's important that he does it in the playoffs because last year he didn't in the playoffs as much. Yeah. And they need him to do that. I will say for him being a superstar top 10 guy in the league, you're giving him that? Yeah, absolutely. When he's bad, he is bad. You know, like when Luca is having an off night, you can't like tell. Like if he's having a bad shooting night, he's still going to give you 30 Mm -hmm. and 10 free throws. When Tatum's having a bad night, like, it is brutal to watch. We should say about Tatum, first Celtic ever to score 30 points in a season, and he had the most points scored, which is becoming the new wave winner of, of the uh, scoring title. Which it should be. I don't understand how it's not. Well, it's, the most... I don't know. It's kind of like 
the batting champion in baseball has the most has the best batting average, not the most hits. It's like that. You're doing yeah, average. Okay. You know, that's just how they do it. But it I think the thing is, is now people are like, well, how many more games did Tatum play than Embiid? And he missed out on it by like 0.3 points. So I think that's why people are like, if you're going to play more and you end up scoring more, then you, you deserve it. But Embiid technically still won the scoring title. All right, what's your number one factor? Three-point shooting. Yeah, they got. I mean, they got to hit it. That's that's it. They shot 30... their entire offense is based around hitting threes. Yeah, thirty-seven percent from three in March. I looked it up. So, if they hit that. That's a good clip to shoot in the as a team in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, but when they don't hit the three, or if they don't even hit like jumpers, they are. That's it. They're cooked. Yeah. Because their drive game, it when they have to drive, that's when they become your turn, my turn. Jalen Brown's going to drive. Tatum's going to drive. Marcus Smart's going to feel left out. So and then he's going to drive. Like that's not the offense. No. Drive, kick, hit it, drive, get contact, layup. Yeah. What about you? My number one is Rob Williams' health. Yeah, he's if Rob he Williams was fucking awesome against the against, Raptors. It was out of control. I'm his t- game against like, the Raptors was out of control. If if he can stay healthy, it's you're starting to talk about okay, a legit chance to not only go back to the finals, but have a really good chance to win it. If he gets hurt and you have to do the oh, maybe Rob comes back, but it's just like you that's where you don't have the depth. Uh, an unknown or an untalked about factor about Embiid's 52 is Cornette and Muscala covered him a bunch. Let's not forget that. Yeah. So uh, if Rob Williams is healthy, they're just, they're the team that went to the finals last year. If he's not healthy, they're a very good team, but they're not going to hold up against those two monsters and Embiid and Giannis. Also, when Williams plays, Al Horford's shooting is oh, like yeah. through the roof. His he doesn't have to worry about the inside at all because everyone's like, "Well, they're gonna lob to Rob, so we have to we in we we have to you know." Not only that, but on defense, like he doesn't have to bang down low the entire time. Yeah, and act like he's seven feet tall, which he's not, mm. and so. And then he starts hitting the three, and it's just the offense. It's It kind of all comes down to his health and Tatum's consistency. Because mm-hmm. Jalen Brown is consistent. You're going to get 25 to 35 points from him. Yeah, Jalen Brown was the the constant through the swoon. Like, yeah. never a frustrating game. Like, Tatum, you get 40, and then you get, like, one for 11 from the arc. And it was so annoying. And Brown was just like... I'm still going to come out in the first six minutes and have eight points just go, getting to the hoop. So, Does his terrible dribbling rear its ugly head again? Because that was a big thing last playoffs. Uh, I don't know. I think, he, I think they might have 
Miami's zone is weird and they did it. Other teams play him kind of straight up and I don't know if it His dribbling sucked against the 70 or the Warriors. Yeah, but they the Warriors were just like on a special run last year and they're not quite the same this year, so uh and that was right after Miami who the Warriors probably like let's just do that. Yeah. So and they had the people that can say that. Right. Right. All right. Real quick, who do you think should be the MVP? I got Jokic. Oh, three I, times in a row. My thing is people get hung up on that. Like he's gonna really win it three years in a row. Yeah. He's the best player on the best team in the West. And like he just does stuff every night that you can't he is a better basketball player than Embiid. Like the whole sport, like well, passing, a, shooting. Offensively. Like an offense. Yeah, bigger, offensively. Um Embiid's a better defender and a better scorer. I would say scoring wise, like they're close. Yeah, you know, Embiid just has that like Shaq feel to him where Shaq two thousand, where you're just like, Well, you can't stop him. But I know what you're saying. Well-rounded, like, control the game is Jokic. And they're the number one seed. Yeah. Like, it's the, the whole thing is Embiid hasn't won one, so he should win one. Right. My least favorite thing is, like, turning the MVP race into a political campaign. Which is what is happening. Yeah. That, if Embiid wins, that's what it is. It's right. Jokic is the most valuable player to the Nuggets because if he wasn't on the team, they wouldn't be in the playoffs. And B's not on the team. 76ers are probably a playing team. Mm, are they? They have Harden. He would shoot 35 times a game and get him to a play. Harden's never missed he did the it playoffs. With the, he did it with the Rockets. Like, Yeah, I understand. I totally, like, on-off numbers prove how awful the Nuggets are without Jokic in there. But um, my pick. I mean, if your whole argument is the best team in the West, number one seed, my pick was Giannis because the best team in basketball. He went, he had a finish with a 31, 11, and five, and is the best defender of the three guys. The most, which, I'm, which I would rather take a Giannis argument than an Embiid argument. The most, um, I think when he's on in dominating, you no one stops him. But it's just like he's awesome because he's just so much physically better. Like yeah. you can't no, but my thing with Jokic is he's just like, yeah, he's not gonna out physical you, but he's going to outsmart you. He's gonna hit the pass. Like there's games where he's getting 20 assists. No, I get that. I love watching Jokic play. He he is a wizard. But Giannis is also in the Jokic situation where he has to and it's like people are like yeah it's Giannis you know Giannis dominates I mean they it, fucking did this to Michael t- Jordan I'm not saying Giannis and Jordan are the same but I'm saying people were like eh, I don't know David Robinson he's a good ball player <laughs> like and I just don't think that's the right argument to make no it's stupid that winning like, it's stupid matters. that Embiid is gonna win this MVP when Jokic and Giannis are better. 
were right. better this year. But people are going to look at it like Embiid doesn't have one. You know, he carried the Sixers. And he's like, they've been the three seed for five straight years. I know that's not true, but that's what it seems like. Well, Tim, we have split the ballot now because of it. Embiid's going to win. Who, uh... Okay. That's a, that's what we got. We got... Hold on. Oh, wait. I have a few things. Oh, Tim's burning questions. For, uh, is it going to involve the playing game? Because I forgot to ask that question. Oh, no. I did write that down, though. Uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, it could. Okay. Go ahead. Do you want me to go in order? Do you want me to go straight to play, playing games? No, just go. Do your thing. You're kind of right. cook. Did you watch any of the Masters? Now, I'm not a golf guy. No, I didn't. You're missing out on this this four day stretch. You really are. I watched most, mm-hmm. and it is just good TV. I have watched the Masters before, and I enjoyed it. It's actually the only golf thing I like to watch. Me too. I, I can't get into like the British or the U.S. Open, like the other majors. I don't. They don't ha- do it for me. But this year, I just him honestly. I had to I had to get outside and rake. I was like doing shit in my yard. What are you was... raking already? Tim, it's April 10th. Oh it was 62 God. degrees today. Tim, I I have I have crabgrass killer down already. Yeah, you're ahead of the game. Um did I'm you right see the video it. of the trees falling down? I could have no. sworn that woman in the you what? I didn't see it, no. So on Friday, they the second round. Yeah. They stopped it because mm-hmm. of a thunderstorm a tree three trees fell down mm-hmm. wow. while they were playing and it i swear it looked like it crushed this woman in a black dress and i was just waiting for the message to come on google that said you know the masters are suspended or right. canceled because somebody's dead mm-hmm. but nobody died but other than that, oh, there's the woman. A, oh, wow! Holy right, yeah, that doesn't hit her at all. Wow. Or she's dead, and they just buried her there. Wow! Holy shit! That wow! Yeah, yeah. This is a live reaction. It's like one of those yeah. YouTube videos that are definitely yeah. fake. Um, right. but Brooks Kepka just blew the lead. You could see he was blowing it when he hit his first thing. Someone said that's what he I don't know. Do. I think Jack said Dave had money on it on Kepka, I think. And wow. Jack and people were like in our in a group chat were like, maybe you should cash out. And then he started it started looking bad. And Jack was like, he notoriously chokes on day four. Well, I didn't know any of that, but I watched his first uh, tee yesterday and he just hit it straight in the woods. It looks mm-hmm. like I was up there. Mm-hmm. It was like 90 yards in the woods. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Then I took a three-hour nap, and uh, he lost. Three-hour nap? Wow, that's Well, it's probably a two-hour nap. Wow. Yeah, it's a holiday. You got to make room for that ham. Um, next, what do you got the next two days? Do you want me to give you the games? I think the, and you tell me the winner. What do you what do you want to do? Well, I think the Heat beat the Hawks. I want the Hawks as a Celtics fan. I want the Hawks to win. Me too. 
I think the Lakers beat the Timberwolves because they just lost two players due to punches, separate punches, but Rudy Gobert punched it. I won $5 at work today. Because we were talking talking about it, and I was like, there's no way Rudy Gobert plays against the Lakers. And the guy I was working with was like, they're going to play. They want to win. And I was like, you don't understand. They can't let him play. You can't yeah. punch your teammate on the sideline and then play. And he was like, if they want to win, they'll let him play. And I was like, they're not going to, they're not going to let him play. He's not even traveling to Los Angeles. No. So I think the. Yeah, I got the Heat. I got the Lakers. Heat and Lakers. And then the next day, I have Bulls and. I guess the Pelicans. And yeah, then, see, I got OKC. OKC's got the better player. But then I guess I would say that the Bulls and... Uh, I'd say the Bulls and Pelicans because continue to, to that eight seed because, like you said, I just do not think the Timberwolves have any realistic chance right now. I don't think they'll recover. You think the Bulls beat the Hawks? Yeah. The Hawks stink. They're just not a good team. That's why I want them to beat the Heat. They just lost to Peyton Pritchard, Mike Mescal, and Sam Hauser yesterday. Convincingly. Yeah. Um, last thing uh, before we get to the food. I know we're not a hockey podcast, but Bruins, 63 wins. Yeah. One um, point away from being the most points ever. They have the most left. wins. Well, yeah. So they have the most wins. They need yeah, to it's... win one of the two next games to have the most points ever. Did you know that every team that set the record, it's only like four times the teams won the Stanley Cup? But the if they have the most points, that team has won the Stanley Cup. The 75-76 Canadians. Well, I was looking at the list today on Twitter of who's, like, as it's Most set. wins, yeah. And the uh, 76 Points is more important than wins. 76 uh, Canadians set the record. 77 Canadians beat that record. And then the 78 Canadians fell one game short of the 77 Canadians. Quite the run from uh, Montreal there. Yeah, sounds like they were pretty good for three-year stretch there. Yeah. I think that was kind of their thing in the 70s. I think they were pretty good. The 71 Bruins set up set the record at one point, I think it said, too. Um, but, yeah, you know, shout-out to the Bees. I'll watch um, them in the playoffs. I will watch them in the playoffs as well. And I'll get into it to the point where I'm like, why are you doing this? Don't do this to yourself. Like, don't – that was a slash, but maybe – you know, maybe you don't know enough about focus. hockey. No, no, I could, yeah, a slash is pretty obvious, Tim. Come on, fucking hoser. Um, yeah, I'll get, I'll get swept up, especially because they're this good. But you know, we are fully admitting right now that it's totally bandwagon. I tell everybody, I'm a bandwagon fan. I will watch in the playoffs. Hey, hockey, hockey playoffs different. Everyone will tell you. <laughs> All right, can you explain this situation? Because I was having a whale of a time with this food 
group. I don't even know if I feel happy about doing it. I because I, I feel like they could each be individual holiday treats, not holiday desserts as much as cookies and candies. But no, nope, it's holiday desserts. It's holiday desserts. Okay, so just yeah. go ahead. It's anything. Can we call it a holiday treat? Yes, please. It's anything that's sweet that is only it's... busted out for like holidays. Yeah. Okay, go. Number five for you. The pumpkin shaped peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a classic. That's okay. Um, that's it. My number five is uh, the shortbread Christmas cookies. You got your bells, stars, and whatnots. Candy cane. Five. 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 Tim, oh. just wait till the rest of my list because All you're, right. you're not going to have a problem with that. So I got um, July 4th cake stuff that mom used to make. She puts mm-hmm. the red, white, and blue M&Ms in there. Sure. She also made a, a really good strawberry shortcake where the uh, strawberries were the red stars. So yeah, that was fun. Blueberries. Yeah. Blueberries were obviously the stars. They're, strawberries were the red stripes, yeah. I should say. The white was Cool Whip or whipped cream. Yeah, that is good. I didn't think of that. I was trying to think of different holidays, but it's kind of you just focus on the two main food holidays, Christmas and Thanksgiving. That's where my mind went. Um, but number four for me is the Pillsbury holiday sugar cookies. You know, they used to come in a tube and they had the little notches and you'd cut them and it's got uh, cats, witches, pumpkins, Easter. Oh, we're doing Halloween. Oh, you're going all. all well, you said holidays. holidays. No, but you started with the Halloween no, ones. No, 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 but I'm saying, like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And you know what? I might be wrong here, but the Undercook black them. ones, sure. The black ones with the witch, I don't Those know if that's good. like a chocolate, if they tried to make it a chocolate, or if it's just like <laughs> yeah, nobody knows because it's black. No, it was brown. the same sugar cookie. It's the same thing, but, it, it, you know, mom would get them because late 90s, early aughts, we didn't care about food. And oh. now everyone's uptight and they're like this big and they like come pre-cut. It's like, no, let me cut my own size and undercook them and be and every five. You have batches, to undercook them. Every five batches. You're just like, mm, that could use a minute longer to get to undercooked. <laughs> Cause I'm just eating a warm, melty dough. Uh, right, what's your three? Number three. I'm doing a uh, toll house pie. Thanksgiving. Toll house pie. Okay. I it's fine. I'm a I don't dislike it. The chocolate chips all settle at the bottom. I don't know why. They do they, they I remember one year they the didn't, and it was it was you ate um, it and like fireworks started going off and yeah. a rocket ship took off. One year they didn't settle. I don't know what she did that year. She probably bought it. Nobody knows what she does back there. Yeah, she's just in there. We're recovering from not feeling good. Me and you are beating Jack and Matt in football games. Classic. And and me and Kate beat Matt and Brianne in a game too. Yeah, God, that was oh well. I think that was all quarterback play, but the um every cut we're quarterback on both teams. Yeah, I know. Uh, every cut Kate made, I was shuddering. Yeah. Her knees Late, were wobbling. Years later, I did throw her a post post right, and she tore her meniscus. Caught the ball though. No, she didn't. No, she went right down. She stopped moving. 
And I yeah. was like, I at first was like, why'd you stop? Yeah. Turns out meniscus. See you later. My number three. You're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. And these come around Christmas time. I feel like they could be used more. No reason they're tied to Christmas. The nipple cookie. Peanut butter cookie oh, with a Hershey yeah. kiss. Yeah. That thing is tight. Why is it just... Why can't we go to mom's house right now and see him? Why does it have to be Christmas? Did she call him the nipple cookie? No, I call him the nipple cookie. Oh, man. Those things are... I, I, I'd eat about 15 of them And right if now. you get them right while they're on the cooling rack, the, yeah. the Hershey kiss is still melty. It's still a little soft, yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. How... Real talk, how many could you put down after a couple two-tree loggers? Fifteen. Yeah, you probably could. You're disgusting. I've set my number at cookies, like fresh-baked cookies. I actually said this yesterday because Allie made homemade chocolate chip cookies with Cadbury eggs in them. And she crushed fun. up the Cadbury eggs. It was nice. I said seven. is the first, After the seventh cookie, it's the first time I feel like, mm, that, okay, I've eaten some cookies today. But I, I don't. I will not blink until I've had seven cookies. Yeah, that's it's a fair number. But those uh, nipple cookies, like you're eating them, uh, yeah. you're passing by every time you pass by. Yes. You're having two. <laughs> yes, because well, you gotta have the pair. Um. All right. What's your number two? Starburst jelly beans. On Judy's house, they were always in oh, that my glass God. dish, and they just they hit different from the There's... glass dish. The Starburst jelly bean is the only jelly bean I like. Because, What's the and, best jelly bean outside of? No, it's the best jelly bean. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good choice. I saw jelly beans on there, and I thought this, but I was like, mm, you know me, I kind of go a little more chocolatey than uh, fruity like you. So, but man, talk about eating too much and being like, oh my god. Yeah, but you don't even know you're doing it. You'll eat no. forty of those things. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like, why the hell did I just eat all those jelly beans? You're just like, you finish your seventh handful and you're like, why do I feel disgusting? But yeah. And that, that glass dish never emptied. Nope. I don't know how the she amount, does it. I don't, she must have 40 bags of jelly it beans happens, in her house. Hey, I'll tell you right now. It You go there right now and it has peanut M&M's. Star- or, well, oh, not, well, not, not, well, it probably has Starburst jelly beans. They have a different Easter. Easter. They have a different Easter. Who knows? It's next Sunday. Oh, yeah. They're, that's Starburst jelly bean. It's never going to be empty. On you can have yeah. that on Lent. All right. My number two is Reese's egg tree pumpkin heart. The Reese's yeah. shape's different. I, right now, have a Reese's egg in my freezer, and I cannot wait to eat it. I should have said that. Any Reese's shape. I knew what you were getting at. Yeah. I it's just I like the more, more peanut butter. Ghost. Yeah. It's like the same amount of chocolate, more peanut butter. But it's thicker. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Tim, you don't have to. I have it higher up on the list than you. You don't have to tell me. I actually. We're, so we're finish, finishing up Easter. You know, he's arisen. Um, we're not going to see a shape until a pumpkin, I don't think. Eggs to pumpkin. This is a rut. A yeah, they're, they don't, they're missing. They, sh- they could make stars. They could make stars very easily. Shout out mm-hmm. to Reese's, make a star. Yeah. Give us a sponsor. Oh, if my goal in life is Reese's to sponsor this because have we thought about sending them a? I'll send them a. I'll send, I'll write him a letter with my pen. 
handwritten. All right, number one. Christmas cookies from the green bag. Okay. That's aggressive. That's too high. I eat an entire bag to two to three bags a season. I get That's it. more than I eat any of these other things. Yeah, I get that. I just feel like that's a little high. Well. Um, mine's apple pie on Thanksgiving. And it's specifically our mother's apple pie. I asked her one day, hey, like, what? How do you, what's the apple pie recipe? First of all, there's just like two truckloads of Crisco in the, in the, uh, pie crust i'm pretty sure she just has dad go to the store pick it up drive back and he just unloads it crisco and it all goes into one he uses yeah he uses a like a floor jack to get it out of the car and then one day i I was like okay so that's uh that just then i take some butter i cube it then i roll it into balls and i just place it under the top layer of crust but on the apples in, makes sense. And then it cooks and it just melts butter into the apples. And I said, oh, okay. So, Crisco, Crisco and butter makes your apple pie so good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. All right, Tim. We are heading into basketball season. And I like I said, this is a fair warning to all you, you football fans out there. We might not talk Patriots next week because we are going to overreact to the Celtics somehow. Either they're going to win it all or this is it. Blow it up. So they'll play one game before we talk again. Uh, they play like... on Saturday at three thirty. Yeah, and then Monday. Oh God, are they going to play during? Oh no, their second game is TBD. So yeah, TBD. They don't have a schedule past Monday. What? All right. All right, Tim. Well, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.